Welcome to the Greater Is God podcast, where we believe God is greater than what you have faced in your past, greater than what you are currently facing in your present, and greater than what you will face in the future, where we believe that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Stay tuned as we get prepared to dive into a brand new episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Greater Is God podcast. I am your host, Ashley Dillard, and let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. So today we're going to be talking about the difference in between sight and vision. Um, I was reading my word the other night, and um, I was actually reading a devotional through the Bible app, which I highly recommend if you have, um, you know, an iPhone or smartphone or something that does carry apps, which is like basically all of us, let's be honest. Um, I suggest downloading the Bible app because sometimes we can be so quick to pick up our phones um, and like text or, you know, surf the web or whatever it is that we're doing on there. Um, But I find it helpful, like to set reminders to read my Bible at certain times during the day. So I know it has a distinct tone different than a message, um, like a text message or um, different from a phone call, but it has a distinct tone. And that is a reminder to me to dive into the word of God. And so like I got it set up that way. So I know to grab my phone and to really um, dive deeper into my word. And so I was reading a devotional about the prophet Elisha, uh, not to be confused with his predecessor, Elijah. Um, And I know because their names are so similar, it's so easy to get the two prophets confused. But we are going to be talking about Elisha Um, and just, man, how God used him in such a mighty way um, to help the king, to help the kingdom of Israel and also to help those who served under him to truly see what it is that God was doing at work in their lives in that day and time and how we can use those same biblical principles that are taught in this story and apply them to our lives today. So um, we're just going to go ahead and dive in today. We're going to be coming out of 2 Kings chapter 6. We're going to be starting at verse 8. And we are really going to be you know, discussing uh, sight versus vision. And it's really going to unfold in the story. So um, if you have your Bibles, I suggest taking it out and taking notes and not just listening to me, but really asking the Lord what it is that he wants you to hear from this message specifically, like, Lord, speak directly to me. Um, And I don't do this every episode, but I do want to take a moment before we even dive into the word of God to pray. Um, So everybody, um, if you can bow your heads, if you're driving, please don't bow your head. Um, But just you know, follow the prayer along in your spirit. So Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so much for today. I thank you so much for each and every person who's under the sound of my voice. God, with so much uncertainty that's going on in the world, Lord, I thank you that you are the one who we continue to place our trust in. You are the one who we can be certain in. God, I pray, Lord, for your peace and protection over each and every person under the sound of my voice, those who have listened to it, those who are listening to this podcast years from now. God, I pray peace and protection over them and their family. Lord, I pray, Lord, that this word, Heavenly Father God, would go out, Lord, and that it would compel people, Heavenly Father God, to seek deeper relationship with you. Um, God, we thank you. We worship you, Lord, and we ask all these things in your son's name. Amen. So 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 8. When the king of Aram was at war with Israel, he would confer with his officers and say, we will mobilize our forces at such and such a place. 
But immediately Elisha, the man of God, would warn the king of Israel, do not go near that place for the Arameans are planning to mobilize their troops there. So the king of Israel would send word to the place indicated by the man of God. Time and time again, Elisha warned the king so that he would be on alert there. The king of Aram became very upset over this and he called his officers together and demanded, which one of you is a traitor who has been informing the king of Israel of my plans? It is not us, my lord. The king, one of the officers replied, Elisha, the prophet in Israel, tells the king of Israel, even the words you speak in the privacy of your own bedroom. Man, God is good. Go and find out where he is and the king commanded so I can send troops to seize him. And the report came back to Elisha is came back that Elisha is at Dothan. So uh, one night the king of Aram sent a great army with many chariots and horses to surround the city. When the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside, there the troops, horses, and chariots were everywhere. Oh sir, what will we do now? The young man cried to Elisha. Okay, so let's talk about this. So the um, assistant of Elisha, who knows everything that's been going on, who knows that Elisha has the foresight and has the vision that God is downloading into him every word that the king of Aram is saying. And Elisha is warning the king of Israel so that he can um, prevail against this enemy that's attacking them. Um, so God is really in the midst and working on behalf of Israel um, during this time. And he's using it He's using Elisha as his tool, um, his, his, his mighty prophet, his person who is his mouthpiece down on earth. And so um, the young man who is Elisha's assistant, he sees um, all the chariots and the troops and the horses and everybody who's outside. And he's overwhelmed because like his sight, he's looking and it's causing him a sense of alarm. He's like, oh, my gosh, look at all these people coming to attack us. Let me run into Elisha's room and say, sire, like, what is it should we do? Look at all the things that are coming up against us. And we could say the same thing about today. Look at all the things that are coming up against us in today. What are the things that are coming up against you specifically in your life right now? And how are you managing it? How are you handling it? How are you dealing with the stress? How are you dealing with the uncertainty? How are you dealing with the fear? How are you dealing with all the things that are going on in the news? All the things that are going on in your marriage? All the things that are going on with your children? All the things that are going on with, with just this entire world? The, the level of uncertainty is extremely high right now. People are um, unsure what it is that they should be doing. And so we keep finding, I mean, each and every sermon I'm listening to, um, people of God are saying, God is trying to get our attention so that we can use this time that he's given us with reduced hours, or some people are not working at all. And he's saying, use this time wisely to produce good fruit in this season. The last thing we want to do is use this time that God has given us and waste it by doing things that are counterproductive to the vision and the purpose and the plan that God has called us to. So it's super important right now more than ever that we walk in alignment with God. And the only way we're going to be able to walk in alignment with God, the only way he's going to be able to download into us is if we make ourselves open and available to hearing from him. And this is something that I specifically have had to work on is making sure that I spend time with God before I spend time with anyone else, making sure that he is a priority in my life and that I'm not just saying that he's a priority, 
but I'm actually doing the work to make sure that I myself am in alignment. Because it's so important for us not to just read the word or, 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 or just, you know, to listen to the podcast or just to listen to the sermons. But it's important for us to live it out because that is what's going to count at the end of the day is that we are living out our faith and that we are being a breathing and living example of what it is that God has called us to be on this earth while we're still here taking advantage of every day every opportunity that he gives us to give him the glory the honor and the praise that he so righteously deserves. So in this story, we see that Elijah's assistant is looking with his eyesight, his physical eyesight. And so he's afraid because of what it is that he is seeing. How many times have you allowed what you see make you forget what it is that God said? Our sight, um, even though it's such a blessing to be able to see, sometimes it can get us in trouble. Sometimes we can see something and immediately jump to a conclusion. This is going to be terrible. Look at all those people out there. They're coming up against me. They're attacking me. I'm seeing with my, my physical eyesight. But what I need is spiritual vision to be able to get through what it is that I, what it is that I see and to trust in what it is that God said instead. So let's go ahead and read on. It says uh, in verse 16, uh, Elisha responded, do not be afraid. He said this to a servant. And this phrase is recited over and over and over again in the Bible. It says, do not be afraid. For there are more on our side than on theirs. Then Elisha prayed, oh, Lord, open his eyes and let him see. Now he's awake. His eyes are clearly already opened. But what God is saying is, Lord, download into him the revelation knowledge. Download into him the vision that it is that you have already given me. The reason why I'm not disturbed or why my spirit is not downcast or why I'm not upset or afraid is because I have not just physical sight, but spiritual vision to see that God is already surrounding me. And we're going to read that into the in the next verse and said the Lord opened the young man's eyes and when he looked up he saw that the hillside Elijah the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire God is trying to get across that my prophets that my people are already protected so there's no way that anything in this world can affect them unless they allow it to Man, the Bible says that there is life and death in the tongue. What is it that you're speaking over your life on today? Are you speaking fear or are you speaking faith? Are you standing up for it, what it is that you say that you believe in? Or is this a season where you find yourself wavering? But despite of where it is you are right now, what I want you to do is take a moment just to be still, just to be quiet, and just to listen. Block out the news. Block out your family for a short time being. I'm not saying block them out permanently. Block out any distractions that may come up against you and say, God, in the midst of this stillness, in the midst of this quietness, I am asking you to speak to me. Speak a word over my life. Give me revelation knowledge. Give me divine vision. Help me to see what it is that 2020 is actually going to be for me. 
Let me not get distracted with all the things that are happening around me and trust in what it is that you said about me, what it is that you said to me in my private time, in my quiet time. And that's what it is. Sometimes we need to just be still and be quiet before the Lord and trust in him that he is going to bless us with everything that we need, that he is our protector, that he is our provider, that he is our helper. God is good to his people and he is ultra faithful. So I don't know where you are right now or what it is that you're doing um, in the midst of this stay at home order that many of us are under. But um, I just want to encourage you like so many others have, have been doing. It's such a message that God is really trying to get out is for you to stay faithful and stay seeking God's face, even though it may be hard, even though it may be difficult, even though you may have your moments. Say, you know what? I'm going to continue to seek him anyway. I'm going to continue to pray anyway. I'm going to continue to meditate anyway. I'm going to continue to memorize anyway. Um, the the last episode I talked about uh, meditation and memorization, how they are a part of um, what's called the spiritual disciplines. The key to each spiritual discipline is discipline. It's disciplining yourself and saying, I'm not going to allow myself to go off the edge here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do what I don't want to do, but what God has called me to do. And sometimes they're in alignment. Sometimes what you want to do and what God has called you to do is in perfect alignment and it works great. But sometimes God calls you to do things that you may not exactly want to do or feel like doing. But what's important is obedience to whatever it is that God has called you to to do or say or be. He wants our yes and our amen. And he absolutely deserves it. So that's what I want you to do on today is is have quiet time, be still before the Lord and ask him what it is that he wants you to do. Ask him to download, download into your spirit what it is that 2020 is going to be for you and and what it is that you need to do to continue to correctly position yourself to be and to do all that God has called you to be. God bless you all. Have an amazing remainder of your day. Um, As always, if this podcast blessed you, I just ask that you share it with a family member or a friend. God bless.